Hi and welcome to the first episode of Book a Better Me and this is a book club where I read a new book every month and I prepare a short summary and I write down all the things that there are to be learned from the book and after compiling it I send you a email and not just email it's more of newsletter so I send you a newsletter every month and and you receive one newsletter every month and containing summary of a book and all the learning you can take from it so that you don't really have to read the books this is for the people who want to read books and they want to improve their knowledge and learn new things but because of some time constraints they are not able to read the books and they want it in short so that they can know everything that is out there in the book and you can subscribe to it using the link in the description and or you can just go to bookabetterme.substack.com and then you can sign up and at each month you'll receive a new book summary and you'll learn something too and not just that but you will also get a audio episode on spotify and other music streaming apps and an episode on my youtube channel too which would have some more visuals so sign up and learn something new so the first book we are going to talk about is fahrenheit 451 it's written by ray bradbury and let's see what it contains it's a good book i have wanted to read for a very long time so i did now and without any further ado let's begin and talk about what exactly is there in the book the book's name is the exact temperature at which paper starts burning and the reason for this is because this book is based in a near future world where people are not allowed to read books and not even just read but they are not even allowed to have them so if someone is found having any book in their house they they all the books are burned down and they are sent to prison also uh, one more importance of the number 451 in the book is that this is the same number of the fireman uh, the and our lead of the book that is guy montang and guy montang is a fireman and ironically here instead of preventing and stopping fire firemen are supposed to make fire and they are made to burn all the books so their duty is to just burn all the books out there so that there are no books available and they even have a huge list of forbidden books in their fire station since it's a dystopian world it has very sad and very uh, depressing kind of vibe with it like uh, reckless like people are very reckless here like reckless driving is encouraged like uh, people are supposed to drive really fast and if you are driving slow such as uh, 45 km per hour uh, you would be sent to jail for a day or two just because you are driving slow so you are very supposed to be a bad person and people here drive so fast uh, that uh, that they are not used to seeing things clearly while driving and they have to take a guess what it actually was so if they see a uh, green blur it's grass if they say white blur then it's houses 
and this was that and because they were driving so fast they were not able to see billboards properly and the government there was not able to advertise so what they did instead was that instead of like removing and decreasing the speed they made the billboards longer and the billboard were as long as 200 feet long so that people could just read it properly while driving at very high speed so people in the book used to fear firemen because uh, they they could always have a reason to search their home and if they found any book or something they can take a revenge on them and in some cases they can even plant uh their own books and frame that person so people were very afraid of the firemen in the book a slogan of the firemen was burn them to ashes and then burn the ashes and there were a lot of books which were forbidden and you could not read them like uh, but there was only very specific few books which were which you were allowed to read but they were mostly manual like one of them being uh like one of them being the rule book of firemen of america so the protagonist of the book is guy montang and he's a fireman and uh, at first he has a very uh, normal personality normal as in the time of uh, normal as in the people he lived and co- comparing to them it was normal like he didn't have any book he was somewhat happy about whatever he did like he felt good after burning books and he actually liked the smell of kerosene oil and sometimes he would just not uh, bathe completely just so he could have that kerosene oil smell in on himself so he would do that and one more character which was very important and set the whole chain of event in the book was was clarice mcclellan and though her uh, character was very short lived but she made one of the biggest impact on montang's life and she was the catalyst and started the whole chain of event of the book so she acts as a catalyst and sets up the whole chain of event in the book and she was the reason behind it and she also was the reason behind the whole personality change of montang though she was just 17 year old but uh, she is very much more mature than people double her age in the book and she has a very uh, moonlit aura around her and she is very curious like she likes to sit and think about things which at that time was very uncommon and was looked down upon and even though she appeared in the beginning of the book and was very short lived but you can still uh, divide montang's personality into two parts that is pre clarice and post clarice that is the time before he met her and after the time he met her and there is a very significant difference in the book on the both the personalities so people in the book were not used to thinking about things and it was very uncommon at that time like um people were somewhat even anti social like they won't talk to each other and discuss about things they were they were discouraged from doing that and they were just uh, ordered and they were just used to following a very set routine for them 
uh, without questioning anything or thinking about anything they would just follow the same routine and keep on repeating it day by day and that's how they live their life you were supposed to visit therapist if you did uncommon things and abnormal things like uh, hiking like if you want to go out to hiking that was very uh, abnormal and you have to visit the therapist if you have the tendency and you want to go to hiking and even if you liked watching birds collecting butterflies or even just sitting and thinking if if you had tendencies like that you were supposed to go out and talk to a therapist because these things were so abnormal and then therapist would treat you so that you can be normal again talking and asking question was considered anti social and their schools were quite different from our school like they were shorter in time and they operated for shorter period and they uh encouraged very different kind of behavior so uh in total they had in the school they had just an hour of tv class like they would watch the classes on tv and then that would be considered their class and after that they would be allowed to play a game like baseball basketball or something and then after that just one more hour of doing things like painting or etc and after that their school was over though uh, their school timings were less but they were uh, still very tired enough and they were made so tired that they didn't have any time to do anything and when they would reach home the second their head hits the pillow like the students had hit the pillow they'll just sleep they were that tired after school periods they were supposed to not ask questions during the class like if you had doubt or anything you were supposed you weren't supposed to ask they would just give you the answers and you would have to learn those answer and that was just your school there was no asking of question you couldn't ask anything about why this happened or what is happening you you were just supposed to follow the things they were telling you and then just accept it at the way it was so children there were encouraged a very different behavior like they were supposed to be rowdy and children would after the school uh, sometimes or during the break would go out and they would just play weird games like wrecking car and window smasher and like they would take a steel ball and then they would just smash cars break windows and sometimes they would be just take their own cars and drive very rashly on the roads without any repercussions like they didn't have any repercussions and they wouldn't and they wouldn't have any consequences like even if they were speeding at very high speed and the night and they were putting themselves and someone else in the danger they won't have any repercussion they were supposed to do that and the children were very messed up in the book too they didn't have any consequences and not just that but they were even encouraged to do this kind of behavior one more interesting thing about the book was that um, people there were devoid of emotions like they they did have some emotions but it was like uh, they were some kind of robots so uh, there were couples like they had couples but couples weren't really couples like they won't talk about things they won't discuss their days and they would be just busy in their own things like uh, the male would be busy working 
and the female would stay at home and and watch the walls all day so walls here is an entertainment unit so they are literally walls and there are four pieces of walls so they make a whole proper room and you buy them and they and they act as your tv so it can be associated with the social media of the present day that you make walls day by day and then you cut off yourself from the reality so the walls had these very fictional kind of shows and and the people thought that the the walls and the people in the walls were their friends so they were they would act like the like the, the walls were their family they would act like that and it was very bad and they didn't have any communication with each other in real life they would rarely do that and even if they did they would just talked about the walls like people discuss about the shows these days they would do the same thing like if you was that thing or did that thing on the walls so it was very uh, cut they were the people there were cut off from the reality so couples weren't really couples they they would act like roommates like for example uh, montang and his wife mildred they were couple but they never had any children and they wouldn't talk on while having dinner they would be just busy in their own things and not just that but the people in were so devoid of the emotion and they couldn't really feel that romantic like they wouldn't be able to remember the first time the couple met each other and i think that is very important part and like it is a very cherished memory and people usually remember it like uh, you don't usually forget the first time you met someone who is very significant in your life and the people in the book were not able to like mildred and montang weren't able to do that like they sat and thought for a while and they used all their brain cells but they still couldn't remember where they first met and uh, the walls i told you about were very expensive in the like like the walls i told you were very expensive like the each segment you buy uh, the expense the more expensive it gets and there was no really emotional attachment among the people and uh, it was so bad that like there were wives who were happy that their husbands went to the war and they didn't care if their husband returned or not it was so bad so uh, in the process of book burning one of in the process of book burning the thing apart from the kerosene oil hose and the flame the thing which helped these uh, firemen most was mechanical hounds so they were hounds and instead of using normal dogs they they used mechanical hounds in which you could feed a very specific chemical combination and then store it and then it would hunt it down and it had a very huge memory and you could feed a very large number of different chemical co- combination and it would still figure it out like it can uh, figure out one person from other just using the smell and you just have to feed that formula in the hound only once Uh, they were very dangerous and they had morphine in their teat which was used to neutralize the criminal and catch them and when they were not in use uh, they were used by the firemen to just play around 
like montang's team did this well, what they used to do was they would just uh, bring a rat or any small animal like a rat or a chicken they would bring that then they would feed the chemical combination of that in the hound and they would set the chicken and rat loose and give them a head start and after that they would let go the hound and let it chase the rat and in just matter of second the hound would catch the rat or the chicken and bring it back and the game was over this was a source of entertainment for the firemen which they would do uh, occasionally so uh, one more very important life changing event in the book and in montang's life okay so what happened was that there was this lady uh, who was hiding books in her attic and someone snitched on her to the fireman and the fireman went there along with montang and the captain of the fireman captain beauty and they went there and there was a huge pile of the books and the lady was told to step aside so that they can burn their books but the lady refused since she refused they gave her a choice that either she moves away from the books and let them burn them or they would burn her along the book <clears throat> so captain was count doing a countdown and montang tried his best to make the women change her mind and she and he tried and he tried a lot to make her change her mind but she refused and in the middle of the countdown she tells captain to stop countdowning and she herself takes out a match and burns herself along with the books and this whole scene horrified montang like while going back in the truck no one spoke anything and the visuals were very gruesome and the montang had been uh, shaken to the core after this incident and while he was there on an impulse he grabbed a book accidentally and hid it with him and then he came back home along with the book which was a very huge crime for him and he knew that he was doing a crime but he later later realizes how bad it was so he brings the books and somehow uh, mildred gets to know about it and she is scared for her life about this while this was happening uh, captain visits montag's home because he had called in sick so captain tells him that books are stupid like every book is contradicting every other book and how it's just stupid to read books and and it's good and they are doing the world a favor and they are the savior of the world by protecting the people from reading books and the task they are doing is very heroic and while he tells him this he also tells how firemen have this rule that if on impulse they accidentally take a book with themselves at home then they only have 24 hours to burn the book or the other fireman will will raid his place and they'll burn down the book and arrest him too if the fireman burns the books he took with him himself there would not be anything and it was it would be taken like that thing never happened so saying this uh, a very subtle threat captain leaves the place and he goes and then mildred and 
Montaigne are very uh, paranoid about what to do with the books because Montaigne had did this earlier too like he had a bunch of books he had it in hidden but now he was very paranoid he was thinking how many books does he know about and uh, they are very paranoid they try to hide it and uh, they try to figure out a way to get out of this so while they were very paranoid uh, mildred actually asked why the books are important all of the sudden and then montaigne tells her that there must be something in the books things we can't imagine to make a woman stay in a burning house there must be something there you don't stay for nothing and this is the time mildred also somewhat realizes and though she still doesn't support her husband about keeping the books but she gives a little thought about this so after that they try to think of something and at this time after seeing that burning woman montang also realizes that the books are not just books there is a person behind the book and they carry the person's story he tells mildred that uh, for the first time i realized that a man was behind each one of the books a man had to think them up a man had to take long time to put them down on the paper and i would never ever thought that before it took some man a lifetime to put some of his thoughts down looking at looking around at the world and then i came along and in 2 minutes boom uh, it's all over so he realizes that that the montang's consciousness start realizing that the thing he was doing that the burning of the books he was doing was not a good thing and he starts having second thoughts like he didn't want to continue his job as a fireman so he tries to do something and and then he remembered that years ago he met an english professor professor faber another important and main character of the book so he remembers that he met professor faber a long time ago and when the and when they first met he, the professor was very afraid of him that just because he was professor they would uh, firemen would raid his place and then burn down everything there in search of the books but uh, instead of that montang and professor actually talked about it and they had a nice time and, and then montang took a uh, professor's address just in case so he remembers that and he takes finds that address and then he went on to and then he goes to professor's place meet him and then they together come up with a plan that they would print more and more books and then they would try to keep this legacy alive so professor had a contact who would print the books for them and montang would collect more and more book so that they can still keep them printing so while telling this captain beatty also tells uh, montang how earlier people used to read books but over time their attention span just kept on decreasing and how their attention became so small step by step they can't they couldn't even focus on anything so people were in starting they used to read books then they shifted to summaries then newsletters tabloids and then 
very small easy content and because of that they weren't able to read books and then they started burning books and that's the history of that after coming up with a plan to print more books while the while montang is returning back to his place he notices that there is a very high chance of war between his country and some foreign country like the he could see the bombers flying towards the direction of the border and there were a lot of bombers and it it was very probable that a war would break out so this happens and montang then later on when he is in the fire station he they were playing a game of cards and then all of sudden uh, captain says to the whole team that let's go we have to go to a place uh, where we have to burn books and then they go to montang's house and seeing this montang is very shocked and now as his punishment uh, captain tells montang that he would have to burn all the books and all his house himself he gives him the flame thrower and he starts burning book while he is burning books he is thinking of some ways to escape and professor faber is also helping him because when he was at professor faber's place uh, professor gave him a very small earpiece through which they both can communicate to each other but he, it wouldn't be easily spotable and professor made it on his own so it was very uh, diy type so professor gives him some ideas of escaping like he asked him to like just run away but montang can't do that because of the hounds out there so he couldn't do that and while montang was burning his house it was very uh, frustrating for him and he was having very bad thoughts and even and moreover while he was doing that uh, captain was poking him all the way and telling him how once he finishes burning his house they would arrest him and he keeps on poking him a lot and because of this on impulse montang turns his flame thrower towards the captain and then he burns him too uh, on hindsight montang thought if captain wanted him to do it because captain was feeling too guilty about whatever he did and he wanted to get away with his guilt and dying was the only option so he poked him continuously so once a uh, captain is dead uh, he montang knocks out other two firemen there and seeing this the mechanical hound uh, jumps at him uh, not just jumps he literally leaps at him to neutralize him with but with his flame thrower montang destroys the hound too and with this he starts on a run and with this uh, a very long whole night pursue between the law enforcement and montag is started montang even though injured somehow escapes and while he was escaping he went to professor's house for a very brief period of time where professor told him a wait so that he could escape the law enforcements and he followed those orders and he managed to escape them and the law enforcement there claimed that they had 100% rate of catching all the criminals like no criminals ever got out of their hand or their mechanical dogs or their mechanical hounds hands 
so they were claiming that and montang was very curious to know how they did that so the escape route the escape route a professor told him included him meeting a bunch of outlaws whom he would be with and continue to survive and when he met the outlaws they had a small screen uh, sort of tv where they could always see live news and they were seeing that and there was a very huge chase that the whole pursue was live telecasted and they showed that instead of catching uh, montang they framed a random walker in the morning who was walking on the street he framed him and they told everyone that they had catched montang instead when they just framed a innocent person and killed him those outlaws were sitting around a bonfire and they were talking in themselves and when when and when montang saw the bonfire it was at this he realized that fire is not always dangerous but it can be comforting too and it can help you because he saw the outlaws cooking food on it and that's when he realized that fire is not always bad it can be good too so while they were there uh, the out one of the outlaws granger tells him that how each one of them is book and so how just reading a book once uh, they themselves become the book and the whole book is immortalized in their mind and the war broke out between the countries and foreign enemy bombers bombed the whole city while seeing the city being destroyed montang's thinks of mildred clarice and professor faber he thinks about them being safe and he hopes that they are safe and uh, and it is at that time he remembers when he first met mildred and it was back in chicago uh, some years back and he remembers that and seeing city turned to dust and ashes uh, granger talks and tells them about a mystical bird called phoenix and they compare to city civilization to the bird phoenix so the speciality of the phoenix is that once it becomes old it burns itself out and from the ashes a new baby phoenix rises up again so they say that uh, they compare it to the civilization and how once the city once civilization gets very advanced and burns itself down to ashes a new civilization starts again a brand new and very young kind of civilization with with new hopes and with a chance of them getting better than previous civilization and with that they all start walking back to the city uh, to save some people who were who had survived the bombing and to start a new civilization in which they would read more books and uh, one of the outlaws even jokes about that the first thing that they would make in the city would be a mirror factory and they would place mirror all over the city so that people could look at themselves and and unlock their ability of self understanding and they could look back at themselves and think whatever things they did wrong and have and start a brand new life 
uh, which would be better than their previous one so this was the end of the book and one of the few quotes which i thought were really good are here i'll just tell you them like some of them were really good and one is of captain bt while he was uh, at montana's house he tells him that if you want a man unhappy politically don't give him two sides to question to worry about give him one better yet give him none and when uh, montang visits professor faber about printing the books professor says that you are running a very big you are running a very big race by doing this and you can even die and then montang tells him that that's the good part of dying when you have got nothing to lose you can run any risk you want and with that the book is over and hope you enjoyed this and if you liked it then leave a comment or just ping me at being.surial about how you liked it or whatever the feedbacks you want to give me the link would be in the description and i would be happy to hear your opinion and if you still want to buy this book you can just go and buy and read this book and it's actually very good book and you can read it and learn a lot of new things so bye